What is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Finally, we did it. We, we did, did it. it. We're here. How's your mic feeling? Um, what do you mean? I, I can't you hear pod- myself. Well, you, but you like—is it close enough? Oh, I mean, I, it's fine. Listen, normally I do it with headphones, so you're—it's a little mind fucky. So yeah, so I don't feel like I'm doing a real podcast. Should we right be now. doing headphones? No, I look so much better like this. You I look think. great. Right? I used to do headphones, and I was like, it's giving like more ogre vibe because it's just like so. Well, I'm like just calling you an ogre because you wear <laughs> headphones in your podcast. But do you know what I'm saying? No, it does. But I feel like I can't. Well, I'm not leading this podcast. You are. I can't oh. lead properly if I can hear other things. Oh, okay. Like, do you have ADHD? I, You're like, no. Maybe. I mean, I used to be addicted to Adderall, but I think I was just abusing it. <laughs> I don't think I actually, like, like no needed it. prescribed me Adderall. I did it myself. I did it. That's <laughs> fair. I just realized I didn't even introduce you. Stassi Schroeder, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Thank you. I'm so excited. No, like I know everyone says that, but I'm ridiculously excited. And this room is so chic. I'm just so obsessed with the color of this. The way it just it's uh, these so used good. to be orange, and I got them in here, and I was like, this needs to immediately change. Like you don't feel Call Her Daddy vibes from this. What is that noise? A fucking plane. What oh, do you okay. Mean? Sorry, sorry. No, because there has been something happening with our air conditioner recently that it sounds. Oh. It's like, and then it, I, I don't focus. Okay. That's probably I should be wearing headphones. How did you pick your outfit today? We were just talking about Okay, this. wait, no. I have to tell you this, okay? Because I haven't stressed out this much about a fucking outfit. I can't even tell you. It was harder to pick an outfit for this right now than it is to like go on tour, go on a red carpet, fancy outfits. Because let me explain. Okay. I want to match your vibe. You know, I'm not here to like act like I'm going to some Mm -hmm. fancy gala. But you could. While you're wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt. But Alex, not everyone looks as cute as you do in sweatpants as a t-shirt. And when you're pregnant and you feel like you look like a beast, it's extra hard. So like it would have been easier for me to just like really like find a nice dress or outfit that's chic and nice and cool. Like maybe like, you know, a little bit businessy. I don't know, whatever. But this... These are literally, I think this is like $10 from H&M. I think it's this good. Is, no, I'm not these kidding These are maternity you. leggings. You walked in and I said, I literally didn't notice you were pregnant for a second. Like, I have questions about you being pregnant, but I forgot. Thank you. And I'm not just gassing you up. Like, I'd be like, no. you look pregnant. Like Pregnant women everywhere need to hear that. Mm. You know what? If you see a pregnant woman on the street, <laughs> just be like, you didn't even look pregnant. <laughs> like, you didn't even look. It took me a while to realize that's what we want to hear. It's true. And like, the outfit is great because you were worried, like, am I sitting? Like, can you see my belly? First yeah. First of all, like let it rock, but also it's because you're wearing all black, you can't really see it. That's what I'm here for. And the chairs are like, also, who gives a fuck? You're pregnant. That's amazing. I know, but I'm not one of those who. I wish I was one of those women right, like that, Rihanna that like you know wears that has her belly out. I'm like, God, she looks so good. There's so many women that look yeah. so great like that. I've never felt that way. Uh-huh. I feel best when I'm in bags. Okay, you know. <laughs> well, this bag is looking phenomenal today. Thank you. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. 
Turn up summer with sparkling ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor, sparkling ice, anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy gang, I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the, the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself and it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. It didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash daddy. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. During a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and never survive. I had to flee my own state to receive treatment. I think Donald Trump bears an incredible amount of responsibility for these restrictive laws. We need leaders that will protect our rights, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. So... You're pregnant. How are you feeling? Honestly, I feel really good because this pregnancy isn't during it. It feels like it's my first pregnancy because oh. my first one was during COVID. So I wasn't allowed to leave my house. Uh, got it. You know got what it. I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm able to live my life this time around. <laughs> I'm able to work. I'm able to travel. I'm able to go to restaurants. Oh, you know, like, you probably didn't have anyone being like super sweet to and like holding the door. No, I never got that experience. I never got, you know, and that is like a rite of passage as a pregnant woman Absolutely. to be treated like a fucking queen. Wow. And so you didn't get now, that. No, now I'm getting it. So I'm just like feeding off of that energy, you know? Okay. I do love that for you because I do, I agree with you. Pregnancy and COVID obviously probably had pros of like, you don't have to leave the house. You can just. Yeah. Like, so when you did look like a beast, it didn't matter. No one was there. <laughs> I'm sure your husband still loved you so much. He says he did. Oh. <laughs> like, we're not divorced yet. So how does he handle your pregnancy? Like, what is he like when you're pregnant? I mean, he really is great. Okay. Like, he, I, I really did luck out with that. But he can't, like, he says that, he's like, I give you compliments all the time. I tell you how beautiful you are. I want to have sex with you all the time. I'm always coming after you. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. I need to hear those things from other women. <laughs> No. I need to hear I look beautiful from other women. I need the compliments from other women. He tries so hard right, and you're like, to make matter. me feel good about myself. And of course, I want my husband to desire me and want me and think I'm beautiful mm -hmm. and all of those things. But there's just something about a compliment from another yeah. woman 
that really is what like feeds my soul that's what keeps me going no I get what you're saying it's like there's a difference between like men objectifying us where like we get it and like obviously some men also like love when women are pregnant too no Bo's like that so Bo is like I love I wish I could I mean I'm yeah, you talk about sex oh, a lot. Please, yeah, I don't know please, why. Yes. Don't wait. I don't you know pause. why. This is this brain fog. Good morning, America. Sorry, sorry, brain fog. No, it's yeah. okay. No, he's like, I want to, like, I love your pregnant body. It's so sexy. I love when you change in front of me. I love all this. And I just feel gross. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, no. I mean, thank God. Because right. imagine if I, like, he was somebody who. No. Who didn't like a pregnant Which, body. Which that is actually something I've thought about. I've heard women say like he really just like wasn't into the pregnancy thing. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't know if I could be with a partner that yeah. doesn't at least fucking fake it. But I guess you could probably tell if they fake it. You totally would be Like Matt, like my partner, I don't even... I'm not pregnant and I pray to God I can get pregnant. But like if I get pregnant, all he talks about is like, oh my God, like I don't I know can't. how I'm going to control myself. And I'm like, what? Like, yes. But, at least- me- but see, at least you have that. So it, okay. like, it doesn't matter what what side effect, like pregnancy side effects. Yes. Are, like he will still be so into you. But totally. at the same time, it's a burden because yeah. I don't feel sexual whatsoever at all. That's like, I like, was going to ask you, like, how do you handle, like, I think women are great online that talk about their pregnancy but there's a little too much glamorization from what I've heard from some moms of like it's not all fucking great and sometimes you feel like shit about yourselves and sometimes it's Um, like not the sexiest that you're feeling and so like can you talk about the real shit of like how are you feeling with your sex life oh my god no my sex I I literally have zero sex drive but I will say that I am a champion and I take one for the team in my household and I don't let it go like a week and a half like I will if I've if it's like a week in you know three days I'm like I should probably do this like I'm being selfish right now (laughs) no but I think that's so (laughs) relatable and I feel like people don't like to talk about that of like sometimes you gotta just and it's different if you're like hooking up with a random guy and you're like I guess I have to sleep with him no no no. this is your husband it's your relationship sometimes you're like I'm aware I have no sex drive I still love you and I'm attracted and I want him to feel good about himself (laughs) and it does bond us it's like once we do it I'm like oh I'm so glad I did this I should do this more isn't that (laughs) the worst with sex you're like if sometimes you're two in your head or you have no sex drive that month or whatever it is you're like I literally can't even get myself there I know I love him but like I'm not there and then afterwards you're like we should do that more and they're like fuck you I know fuck you I literally ask you all the time I know sometimes it just takes like going through the act yes 100% yes okay do you have like an alter ego when you're pregnant this is how I think of myself okay um I when I'm pregnant I feel like I'm I'm Santa (laughs) I'm not joking. I just feel like this round, jolly. <laughs> what being. is your alter ego? So he's like, so I'm Santa, <laughs> through and through. Like, don't well, get like a- for real. Like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, everything's round, and I'm just jolly, and I'm just, you know, I'm so excited about the baby that mm-hmm. that like, and I'm sober, so like, you don't, I don't get depressed that easily when I'm pregnant. <laughs> Right, right. You're not like having the up and down of like getting hammered one night, waking up like regretting your life. Backing up. You are like the queen of OOTDs. Thank you. Like I I remember literally like back in the day, like everyone would start hashtagging it, but you really like owned it. You're like, this is my motherfucking outfit of the day. I bought a national holiday. What a waste of money. Yeah. Honestly, that's so cringe. You actually bought it. You have to buy it. You don't just get to like own holidays for free, Alex. (laughs) Like how much did it cost? Is this going to be embarrassing? It's so embarrassing. I think it was like $40,000. No, it 
It was no, it's so embarrassing. And you guys, I would not do it again. Okay. I would never just throw away that money to have a holiday. But at the time I was like, oh, this is good branding. I was just in like business mode. My book was coming out. I'm like, I think that this is good branding. So it's like, I'm putting money into my career. That's how I felt. But no, I mean, hold on. What exactly? That feels like when people buy like a fucking star in the sky. Can't we all just Honestly, point like that one's mine? Thing. Like what day is it? It's just, it's June 30th. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like on all of our calendars. Like Apple didn't upload. Like, so how do we even know you own it? Like, what was the point of buying well, it? Well, so Couldn't can I tell you it? something okay. that like you own it for a year <laughs> and I didn't know that. And so the next year came around and they were like, all right, you got to pay for it again. Or like the do, I think it was just the same amount of money. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. This is a lifetime commitment that you think I'm going to spend this every year. So now technically I think on the list if you were to like search the list my name isn't even up there anymore but everyone on Instagram it's already been hashtagged and and all of that do you really think you had to buy it they thought I would like honestly Alex I like four thousand dollars I'm so embarrassed I'm so embarrassed no I think it's I don't care if people come for me because like I deserve to be come for I agree (laughs) but I think it also gives though a little bit of credit to like you really were committed and like you are <laughs> to the OOTG. I also just can't believe it was forty thousand dollars for a year. Yeah, no, a year. Maybe not the best business decision. No, but I respect it. No, you, you loved it. You know who I respect? The people who came up with this business. I, I was the people who were just who are like, you know what? I'm gonna own a national social media calendar. How does one get the authority? And were you just like little miss like Googling, like, how do I get my own day? And like, you know, I think I asked like my agents or my publicist and I was like, how do I find my own holiday? And they were I like, I want one. OK, well, this does go give you credibility. Why? I don't know. I just feel like you that gives you some type of credibility, like in the fashion world, like you're giving like you're you're dedicated. First of all, the fashion world, they don't say OOTD. No, you're right. You <laughs> so are like I just literally ostracized myself from the fashion. Right, you're world like never more. getting invited to anything. One hundred percent. But you like fashion. I love it. Yeah. OK, what clothing staple did you used to wear that you would not be caught dead in now? Like what's something that you were like, oh, I fucking love this shit. Now you're like, huh? Statement necklaces. <laughs> I rode so hard for statement. Ne- Wait, but, I remember that. But you know what? They will come back again. Not in the way that I wore them before. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like they weighed me down. Like they were, it was like they were battle, like to wear into battle, like the <laughs> plates of armor. Like it was, it's insane. If you look back on like Vanderpump Rules interviews, I'm like, who, how Huge. did I think that that Like your whole chest. That it was, that was the outfit. But it will come back. That's what like, I, I was going to ask you like, what's a trend that you're like so not into, but I don't really care about trends because I'm like, it always comes back. Yeah. It's not an actual trend. It's like, this is fashion and it's just what's in, what's not sure. But like, it's going to come back. It does. It, it always comes back. Yeah. And you know, now I'm to the point, God, I love Gen Z. I really mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate them because they have this like anything goes mentality about fashion and clothing that I just really fucking love because yeah. I feel like while they do follow trends, they don't. At the same time, it's kind of like just express yourself and wear what you feel comfortable in and what you like. And and I've found what I what looks I like. I and agree. whether they're dated or not, I kind of don't care. And Gen Z gave me permission. So You know what? I agree with that because I feel like back in the day when I was growing up, if you didn't have like the double popped Abercrombie polo with like the lace oh, pull yeah. and like the <laughs> denim skirt yes. and the leggings and the... 
you're like you're who a loser you? who you were you? nobody exactly you were a loser you weren't in the in crowd and so like yeah. I remember begging my mom like I know this is so expensive but like this is literally for my social equity like I'm not going to be respected on dress down days if I can't wear this 100% no one actually cares that much anymore no one cares you can get away with so much and, and like, what a glorious time to live in you're right and everyone <laughs> loves a dupe like everyone's like down for like if it's real actually people are like that's like nasty yeah like, like why are you, you spending spe- money yeah like why are you buying national holidays like that's but <laughs> that's giving the same energy wait can i just say yes. this yeah okay yeah. so when you were in milan you were there for prada yes. right yeah i was just talking to my hair and makeup person about this mm-hmm. i was like alex in prada is such a good Stop. like mix and vibe and relationship you are such a good prada girly so like i hope that that like keeps going that keeps going and just like builds into just like something bigger because that was like so, I would not have thought that neither until I saw your phone no, neither <laughs> me either saucy I not, well because I just see right. you just being casual and everything right. but then I saw you in your looks and I'm like yes I really appreciate that because I will say I was nervous because I too never envisioned like what fashion house would I like jive with the most? Yeah. And when I found the Prada moment, it felt so me and I actually felt so comfortable and confident, which like I never fucking going into these type of events feel confident because I'm like, I'm a poser. Like I don't wear this shit all the time. Yeah. But now Prada, I've started to like buy my own shit from Prada and be like, I actually feel like if I'm dressing up, Prada feels right for me no it does so it, I it, like, it that. really fit well I loved it this is like a really random fact that I learned on selling sunset and I don't know if it's true for every woman <laughs> so I need to ask you this okay on selling sunset there was a woman that's pregnant and it was her first time being pregnant right and she was asking advice from other moms and the other mom was like oh by the way girl like yeah you can't shave your v after like a certain amount of time no I can't see I'm, I go rogue no literally like this morning I just I guess you just guess I literally feel around and I'm like hmm, hmm so okay. you okay that's good to know so like you actually can't see it but then that woman was like so I just didn't touch it I don't I think it'd be way too itchy for me and then she was like or have your man do it oh no oh. I wouldn't I, I don't trust any no I don't trust him with a razor that just does not sound enjoyable no you can't see at a certain point you can't you just have to feel for it yeah I can't grow it out it's way too itchy right because that's what I was thinking like at least if you're if you can't see your vagina over the belly, you're at least going to go rogue. But like, you'll just, you're not getting it completely bald. You're just getting it down to a place where you're comfortable that you're not itchy. I mean, I try oh. to get it, but I try to do as well. And I you're try. just like, you can't see shit. I can't see shit. I mean, we've done it for so long that like, it's, that's like, true. it's like muscle memory. <laughs> no, that's true. I do have a lot of women that still write in that are like, can you like give us a t- tutorial on like how to shave? And I'm like, girls, like, let's let's not really easy like this show you can come here for a lot of things but like I feel like you can like look it up somewhere (laughs) and like we don't need to go that and okay and if like you're pregnant doing it like someone with that's not pregnant and you can see that shit like Like, just take your time no excuse yeah okay you have written two New York Times bestsellers. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Thank you. you little brainiac over there. It is, it is really exciting. When I hear it, when I hear other people say it, I'm like, God, like, you know, we all suffer from imposter syndrome. I feel like all of us. Yeah. We all do. Cause it's like, well, you know, I wouldn't have that if I wasn't on the show and blah, blah, blah. And I wouldn't have that if this didn't happen. But like, you know, no, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's no, it is really cool. And I think it's also amazing that you've done two now. Well, I'm working on my third right now. Yeah. Wait, how long does it take you to write a book? A long time. I, w- I worked on the proposal six months. 
six months Damn. I worked and, and it wasn't like that for my second book and like my first book actually came a lot quicker to me yeah also this third one it's it's harder because like I'm I'm really trying to be the way that I write it's like I have to be specific about like with one thesis yep. like and then everything spiders from that and I'm just like struggling I was struggling a little bit with what that was so it took me a really long time just to do the proposal well yeah. I was gonna say like I think there's so many people in Hollywood that have like that one book and they're like peace out I just wanted to say I wrote a book clearly you like really like doing this oh no I love it and that's why I started like for the first one I was like I want it to be a handbook so that if I wanted to keep going the theme could change so it's always still like a basic bitch handbook to something it's just depending on what's going on in my life. It's such a good idea, and so I want to play a game. Okay. So the whole, like, basic bitch handbook, clearly, first question is, can you help us all decipher what is the difference or is there a difference between chuggy and basic? Okay, well, per personally, okay. what I personally. think, um, I think chuggy is kind of cringe. It's like, you know, ha like cringe clothing or cringe, you know, things that, I don't know. It, it, there's a cringe element to chuggy. I personally think that anything that's basic, it's just like leaning in so hard to something that you really love and doing that unapologetically. It's like if you really love rom-coms or if you really love murder docs and just like leaning in and it's like, oh God, you're so basic. But like, but it makes me happy. It brings me joy. It's like leaning into the things that like really bring you joy and not giving a fuck yeah. if it's like what's cool basic to me kind of is a timeless situation where like basic also means that a lot of people though are doing it and it's just something that kind of it's, is timeless yeah and it's po and there's a reason those things are popular yeah. like because they feel good or they yeah. make you happy or like I don't know they fucking spark joy so like I'm Santa. I love being basic Santa over here Santa. <laughs> you're like I can say it you can't say it Alex okay we're playing a game you're gonna tell me if it's basic or not okay and also you can just give me your thoughts on the topic in itself okay number one Aperol spritz. Are you fucking? That's <laughs> the most basic. No, it's my favorite drink in the whole world. <laughs> I crave it every day. That's the worst part of pregnancy. The worst part is that I can't have multiple Aperol spritzes all day, every day. Dude, okay. I, I make Bo make them. So I'm like, I'm going to have three sips. And I literally swish it around my mouth for as long as I can. And spit it out? Uh, no, I swallow it. Oh, okay. It's like my baby can handle a few sips of an Aperol spritz. But like, I literally swish it and hold it in there and I'm like oh that felt good that feels good that feels Stop. good I love them so much and I think people consider them basic but I think they're great so that's great <sighs> okay Gosh. get ready with me videos oh my god so I didn't know what this was and I'm a big TikTok fan okay 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 and all of a sudden I just kept seeing GRW M M everywhere and I was like grown woman I literally was like what the fuck is everybody writing grown woman like what is this stuff because not all get ready with me videos look the same they weren't all makeup some of them are like picking outfits so like there was no theme right away and most of the time it's a woman doing it yes so like I thought grown woman was the vibe and like it took me like a few months to realize I feel like that it was get ready with me and uh, this is the thing. I tried one. I put, I put one out like three weeks ago. And how to do on. I feel like the kids loved it. Really? Although I will say 
everyone was commenting, <laughs> being like, oh, wow, 2016. No. And I'm like, oh, wait, I was trying to do a thing. You know, I was really trying to do a get ready with me. And everyone's like, this is so nostalgic. You do your makeup like it's 2016. But I'm like, that's because it works for me. Right, who cares? At least you're not trying to, like, pretend you're in a generation you're not. Yeah, like, like you know, putting me- the, like, foundation, like, letting it drop on your face. Oh. And, like, I... I I can't, I can't get, I can't fuck with that. Like, it kills me. Every get ready with me that I see that people are just dropping the liquid on their face. Like, right. it's so, it's so not appealing. Wait, how do you do it? I don't are do you it. Are telling like, me you drop it on no, your face? No, 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 I don't. I don't. I'm just interested. Like, how do you do it? Okay, well, I take my foundation <laughs> okay. and I have a tin and like I pour some out and then I In use. In your hand? No, on a tin. Oh, tin. And then I use a brush or a sponge mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like a normal fucking person and then. Mm-hmm. Do the damn thing. Do you think they're on to something that we don't know, though? No. I don't either. I think they're bored. And I think that they're just coming up with new ways <laughs> to do makeup when, like, what works already is there. So, like, I don't get it. The fact that you thought that it was grown woman. Grown woman. And I, no, uh, listen, Alex. I also got a lot of comments from people being like, I thought the same thing. So there are lots of millennial women out there who are thinking that it is grown woman. I get it. I, G-R-W-M. Grown woman. How would anyone just automatically know, get ready with well, me? What, what about G-R makes you think grown? Good what? point. <laughs> I, I like it. I think it's funnier. I think we should start leaning in and be like, grown woman video coming right at ya. Okay. Tom, Tom. Basic? Not basic. You know what I'm gonna say, but I, I I think it's basic. But like I again, I love things that are basic. But like you can't get any more basic than like the the representation of Vanderpump Rules True. in bar form. True. Do you, you know? go there? I don't really because I'm asking for attention if I go there. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I really love it, and I'll go there if it's someone's birthday. So I'm going for someone's. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. if I go there, everyone's gonna take photos, mm-hmm. and and I'm like. No, I'm not. not I get it. I get it. Um, Ozempic. Oh my God. Wait, so like, I really want to try it when I give birth. (laughs) You're like, I want to go on it now, but I am pregnant. So I'm going to wait. No, the amount of times I've researched this being like, I mean, I think it's safe and healthy. Like, I think it's good for you. It's like taking vitamins. (laughs) Stassi. I, how do we put a disclaimer? Be like, nothing that was said in this podcast <laughs> medically. Please do not listen to this. But like, come on, you, it's uh, basic. Uh, anyone who hears about Ozempic has to fucking be curious. You are a liar if you tell me that you have not thought about it. Uh, thought about jumping on that train? I, I mean, not you. Don't need it. I don't mean no, you. No, but like, like you should think about no. it. Like, <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I think it's. This is what I've started to realize. And maybe it's just like with age. Like I remember one of my things on here was bone broth. And I was thinking about the, all the debate with Gwyneth when everyone was like, you are like promoting bad eating that like for people that's not realistic and it, whatever. And I'm like, why does everyone care? No, like I, she didn't no, say to only eat bone broth for you. She was just being honest. Would you rather just lie? She's telling her story. She's, she's literally just, exp- she's trying to be transparent, which mm-hmm. is what everybody is asking of people. Please be honest and transparent. Mm-hmm. So then you can't get mad about what you hear right. when someone is being transparent or honest. So have I Googled Ozempic and what it would be like? And am I thinking about it? Yes, I am. Because you were just talking about bone broth. My first pregnancy, I ate bone broth for dinner for six fucking months after I gave birth. And I kind of don't feel like doing that again. I love that for you. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to. I want a quickie. I want an Ozempic. Yes. I'm an Ozempic girl, not a bone broth yes. girl anymore. We love that. <laughs> I love the honesty. Because that's what I, I got annoyed where I was like, I think people 
are really getting too triggered. Like Gwyneth wasn't like, everyone should do this. She was asked what she eats in a day. And yes. instead of being like a cheeseburger for dinner and a she just told you, you don't have to do it. Yeah, you don't have to do it. I'm like, would you want her to lie to you? And then you're yeah. going to wonder like, wait, why don't I look like this when right. I'm eating a cheeseburger right. for dinner? And like you... You I wanted. Agree. I want to know that it's a struggle for Gwyneth. I, I want to know it's a struggle. Me too. And like, I also love. It's like people need to realize. I know the whole world influencer is really taken over, but like, look inward if you're being really heavily influenced by every single influencer on the internet. Yeah. Let's totally let's, just do a little check. Yes. Just a little check you in. Know, with just like, be responsible for yourself. Mm -hmm. Be mm -hmm. responsible for yourself. Okay, so Ozempic. Ozempi. <laughs> okay, so she's going to go on Ozempic. You're going to tell us how it goes. You'll go on it. Someone don't, else doesn't have to. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to be feel how you want to feel, and they can feel how they want to feel. While they're on the elliptical, you're going to be... I'm going to look at me now. Do you, think, do you think you'll be promoting it that, like, you're on it, or you won't talk about it? Um, I would like to to think mm -hmm. that I would be somebody that <laughs> promotes it and talks about it because right. again I really do I love when other people are transparent and right. honest so I want to be that for yeah. other people but like god people are really hard people on, are really hard on on that on things like that and it's like do I feel like going through all of the hate right. that I'm gonna mm -hmm. get well, if I'm honest about it. <laughs> unfortunately, you're on Caller Daddy right now saying you're gonna yeah. do it. You know what would be the worst? If if you actually don't go on Ozempic and you're and like everyone, in the gym and they're like, that bitch is on Ozempic. You're like, no guys, I'm actually. I totally probably just <laughs> fucked myself. Right. No matter what, they're all either, either like, it's not working or it's working and you could have been doing it like organically. Yeah. Okay, well, keep us updated. What do you think about manifesting? I'm so basic. <laughs> you I manifest? I manifest the shit out of life. I think I've naturally been manifesting my whole life and just like not know. When we were growing up, manifesting wasn't a word right, right, that right. we like really, yeah, the way that we use it now. Totally. But I think that I've always just been that way. And I really, I really do fucking ride so hard for manifesting because I feel like what works with manifesting is like you just envision that the things that you want are going to happen right. and then you slowly start working towards those things whether you realize it or not true and like that is manifesting it's like quite simple that's true okay give us an example what's something like big you manifested and like boom it happened my whole entire life i wanted um to live in a spanish style home in the hills okay okay and i when it got to the point where i was looking at at houses like it just so seamlessly happened. happened and I realized that like, wow, I had been like planning for this and working towards this and I'd always just said it. Right. And then I was like, I should have manifested bigger. I should have been like a $10 million house, Spanish style house in the Hollywood Hills. Like, why didn't I manifest a yard attached to that house? Like, fuck. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but like, okay, so you had this vision and now it's come true. Yes, yeah, so, because then I like, I saved the money in order right. like I started like or I would accept yeah. this job and put that uh, money away to like start right. being like this is going to happen for me so I need to prepare for it right. when it does. So kind of like back in the days they would just say like a dream you have. Yeah but now <laughs> now we have like a better word that's like a little bit more like proactive. Basic as fuck. fuck. <laughs> Basic as fuck. Okay are you watching reality TV shows? Um, well, I just recently started watching Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Dude, were you not watching it? No. And then I you had to catch up. And then once um scandal happened, I was like I gotta catch up. I, I got I didn't catch up, but like I will I've I've seen like the last three episodes. So like I've I've been like, I should probably I'm interested. I wanna see. That whole drama, 
I can't imagine how annoying it was for you because like how many people wanted to hear your take on it? No, you you have no idea. In, in fact, like it's interesting that you say that, that you can see that, uh, that you can see that that would maybe be annoying. Right, like when right. it happened, like it's like one of those things I, I joke about this that like, you know, it's like when there's like a natural disaster or a world event and like you never forget where you were that day and like you could be at work or at school and then like you stop what you're doing and like you you get with your coworkers and you find the nearest fucking TV and then years later you're like, I'll never forget who I was with and what we were doing. That's how I feel about fucking Scandaval. Like truly. I can't imagine. Like and what was your take? Well, at first I was just like, I... I don't think that this is real. But then I'm like, this is, I start texting the people that I I know, obviously. And I was like, like, I mean, just like, I think everyone's the same as everyone's reaction. Like, holy fuck. And then I, I was like, I feel like I'm thrown right back into something that I've been away from for so long. But it's, it's like, is it my place to be a part of it? Or is it not my place? (sighs) I don't know. And then I have all of these people just DMing me. I mean, I've never been DM'd more about anything than I was about like, I'm going to, or commenting and, and attaching or tagging me in it being like, I'm going to need Stassi to weigh in. I'm going to need Stassi to weigh in. I'm like, but I don't know if it's my place anymore. And right. I've been out of this for so long that like, I think it would be kind of fucking weird if it. I'm like going on my Instagram and being like, this is my take on. Yeah. And like, I, I, it, it was all, it was, it, it's been kind of like a mind fuck, which is weird to say because it's not even happening to me. I kind of agree. You know? And I, that's what, when I, when I had Ariana on, I was like, it was actually so weird because the amount of people that were like, fuck, like we kind of wanted you to have Raquel on. And I was like, this is why I also hate the internet so much because whenever I have villains on the show, everyone's like canceled. When I don't have them on, then they're pissed. But when I have them on, they're pissed, whatever. Yeah. But did you ever like Tom Sandoval? No. I mean, no. Um, and he never liked me. And yeah. that's the thing. You know, I will say this. Not being on this last season, it's like my my talents were wasted. <laughs> because I could have, you know, this know. was when I could have really just like given Stepped it up. to him and been mm-hmm. like, I've always knew. Right. Right. <laughs> There's got to be something that everyone w- is seeing in him. But like he, I feel like has always been a slime ball well that's interesting that you say that just because I felt like he was always so beloved and so and I would even I would say to my producers I'm like when is he gonna get the edit that like I've I feel like the rest of us see Uh like why does he keep like getting away with being just this dude who just wants to like give people things and help people out man and like all of that I'm like that's not what I'm seeing I'm seeing somebody who's constantly put like blaming others for things and dredging things up from the past Mm -hmm. and like and just deflecting constantly yeah like if like the rest of us look bad then he looks good and right and I've always felt that way and so yeah you know the fact that I'm not on it this season it's like fuck you know yeah do you miss reality tv I miss reality tv at at times like I loved filming Mm -hmm. I love like that was it was like all my 20s were spent doing that and you know, I love the camaraderie of it and I loved all my producers and the team and the cat. Like, it's fun. Right. It's really fun. But, you know, there's something about like being out of it for so long. And and I watched that like the success of a show is like directly tied to how badly the cast hurts each other. Yeah. And that like feels weird. I agree. It's like I think that's something that we're struggling with now is like watching it because there is social media. I I feel like people are having a harder time like actually 
choosing a villain because it's also weird of like, but then that person's life is actually ruined on social media and people are getting canceled and people are getting death threats where like back in the day, you kind of like the never saw the people and it was like, whoa, that was a great show. Where now it's like a little bit like, oh, people have to be really calculated to fuck shit up and like how how far are people going to ruin each other's lives and is it honest? Is it real? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it just, it's weird. It's dark. Like when you really think about it, it's fucking dark. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like there's a... I think you have a good life now outside of it. And it's almost better to be nostalgic for it than be still in it and, like, look what's happening right now. No, I, I think so, too, because I, I think, you know, obviously I get asked all the time, like, would you go back to reality TV? Would you go back to Vanderpump Rules? All that stuff. And I'm like, I don't... I, you know, there might come a time when I'm like, oh, this makes sense. This type of reality TV this makes sense for me or, yes. or whatever. And this is a reflection on what really my life is like. Yeah. You know, it might be a little more boring than what you're used to seeing. Right. But it's at least a little I bit mean, more authentic where you're not having to like really create that character again. Yeah. But like, I don't think I'd want to put my family in a position to be in something where like, again, the success is tied to like how much you can hurt each other. Yeah. And like, I just don't. I don't it, it's not like a healthy place to be like it's not good on relationships right. you can be in the strongest relationship and and I mean if you think about it it's like Vanderpump Rules is like who's betraying who who's cheating on who who's being shady and like sometimes they you know they things are invented that like never even happened yep. and so to put that stress on a relationship and then if you have children on top of that I'm just not sure that that's like the healthiest thing for me but I, I do miss it no I do I get like, it like it's almost like reality tv to a certain age should be appropriate because you actually your life is toxic and chaotic like yeah. season one it was like you were so like in the best way unhinged and like saying shit but like I was like that with my boyfriends when I was in my late like early 20s yeah. then I think when you get to a certain age it's like how, you're just fucking your life up yeah for camera yes yeah who are you friends with still from the cast well katie's one of my best friends in the okay. whole world she's um hartford's godmother oh. and she was my maid of honor and i'm still really close with lala okay. and honestly the producers like i'm i hang out with the producers more than most people like they're some of my closest friends really yeah so it's so weird to like be hanging out with them and we kind of don't talk about it that much yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. the show part of it. But now that like Scannaballs happened, yeah, we talk about it a lot more, I guess. <laughs> how do you feel about how much hate Tom is getting online? Um, I mean, I've, obviously I've been in a position where I've received so much hate before. And like that's, I, I don't like where we're at like in society where like that's how we punish people. It's like a sense, it's like, it's, it's like emotionally beheading people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's and who's to decide what the punishment should be? Like who who makes someone the authority on that? Right. Like what makes this person on their computer the right. authority on on what they think is enough hate for him to receive? Right. I don't get down with that. Like I really I don't like it. Like do I like Tom Sandoval? No. Do I think what like what he did is disgusting and like fuck him but yeah. like I see now I feel like I'm even adding to it no, like the online like there's vitriol a level, but there's a level of like if you're being asked about it you can talk about it and I think everyone with their friends can talk about it but I do think there's like a level of we're just as bad of like people that are going out of their way to comment on his photos or something and be like go fucking kill yourself you're so disgusting that. it's like that it's like that 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 no one like right. let's let's just like not do that as like right. a group of people let's it's just like, not you probably didn't say that 
fully to like even your dad when he cheated on your mom and you guys yeah. have a divorced family now like there's so many people that have gone through sadly something very similar like cheating affairs like mm-hmm. that and it's awful but like we don't know these people so yes they put their lives out there for us but like at what point is it like talk shit to your friends in your group chat but to actually make an effort to like go wait outside of his house or to go make comments it's like let's and at some yeah and at some point like that is how people become incredibly depressed yeah. and then suicidal and it's like how would we all react if right. we knew that that's how it ended one of yes yeah how what it just it's not right you were obviously so different back in the day as we all are of like in your early 20s versus where you're sitting now on the show you were probably one of my favorite characters because Oops. it was like I was watching a scene this morning. I was trying to, I was like telling my friend I was going to sit down with you. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like no one was more iconic than Stassi. Like she would go into these like rage blackouts basically that looked like it on screen where you were just like, I am the devil motherfucker. And like just the shit you said was like so gold. And I'm like, are you going to ever let your daughter watch the show? I can't hide I can't hide it from her forever like so of course I honestly just hope she learns from my mistakes like I hope she sees it and cringes and is like you were fucking awful and like I don't want to talk to you for two weeks and I'm like fair (laughs) and then she just literally goes you know that just swings her in the opposite direction and she just wants to be this like lovely kind child but like that's fair you know okay how would you describe yourself back then versus now to someone maybe that didn't watch the show didn't know yeah oh my god I mean (laughs) oh my god I think so incredibly selfish like I still have selfish tendencies like 100% that's always gonna be a personality trait so it it is but like I really truly thought the world revolved around me I thought that everything that I was going through mattered to everyone I just felt like what I had to say was so important I was also one of those people that's like I just tell it like it is you got to just deal with it and and now that I'm older like I don't like that Uh about myself and I think that's such an overrated quality because all you're saying is like you don't care about how your words affect other people so like sometimes like it's good to just think before you fucking speak you know it's like called being polite and gracious true like I just like and there are still people that like you know are in that reality TV world that are still like that, that are just like, well, I tell like it is. I'm honest. Like, if you can't handle the truth, then, like, I'm not for you. And I'm like, but do you really want to be that way? I get what you're saying about, like, holding yourself back from maybe speaking about certain things. But again, the environment that you were in, like, that is what would make you a better person on reality TV. Yeah. No, So it's like, like, it's almost like you were rewarded when you would say crazy shit. I was. Now it's like when you're in private with friends, maybe we don't bring that into real life. Correct. But I get what you're saying of watching it back you're like why did I say that's how I feel about when I look back at my the earlier days of my show I'm like why did I say some of that stuff yeah that's also life yeah no that's true but we just happened to be like recording our yes and we were rewarded for it just like you were rewarded for like things that would come out of your mouth it's like that's that's how we're paid to to be totally to to say crazy shit (laughs) yes what do you miss most about being in your 20s being selfish leaning into it like right and like not knowing that it was wrong right right <laughs> you know like, the delusion. like not yeah it's the delusion it's like the not knowing any better right. and just really living for myself mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like I am such a happier person not living for myself yeah like as like fun as it all was to be reckless and selfish like I am so much more at peace and such a happier person yeah now that I'm not like that 
I get what you're saying. Like I was thinking about that as I wrote that question today. I was thinking like, okay, I, oh, I am 28, but I almost feel like I'm already 30. And I am like my earlier stages of my twenties. I feel like I thought I was having so much fun in the toxic relationships and going out and drinking, getting fucked up and blacking out and like jokingly waking up and having all my friends in the room be like, I just ruined my life. And that's also like life, but there is some different level of peace you feel once you get over that hump where like, I don't wake up with that anxiety of like, what did I say to that person? Like, was I like mean? Like, did I fuck up? Like, did I do something? Like, I don't know. It's like calmer. It's like it, nicer. It is. I mean, there's like a reason that like, you know, elderly people are like, my idea of fun is like staying in in like watching like Downton Abbey. It's like be- because our preferences change as we age. True. And like, I agree with that. Staying in and watching Downton Abbey is like the most fun you can have. Do you often hang out with elderly folks? Like, I should, honestly. I should find myself a pack of elderly friends. I was going to say, like, come over one night and there's like seven people that you just like went and picked up from the elderly home. I mean, I'm always down for granny vibes. I do love granny vibes, too. Um, What do you love most about being in your 30s? In my 30s? Oh my gosh. I think that the I've learned that like the power of of saying no mm. to things and and not caring about like well if so, is someone going to be mad at me if I'm not going to what they just asked me to do or if I say no to like a FaceTime or like I don't respond to a text message. Yeah. Like I've prioritized as much as like I it's funny that I'm saying this cuz it sounds like I'm being selfish but I've just prioritized my my happiness and mm-hmm. well-being and I I know how to do that yeah. and not worry about well, like well is so-and-so gonna be mad at me if I say no like I'm allowed to say no I'm allowed to say no yeah you are I love that too because there's like I get what you're saying it sounds selfish but there's a different level of maturity of like a freedom that you get instead of feeling like oh my god but it has to be calculated if I don't text them it's because I'm like being mean this is actually like, I'm not being mean I'm not being mean I'm just there's just things that I don't want to do uh, yeah I'm just kind of busy and I don't want to do that or like mm-hmm. I'd like to stay home with my daughter tonight like I, I just like it's not for me and honestly I don't even owe an explanation no like no. knows all I have to say What's the difference between Stassi hammered in her 20s versus Stassi hammered in her 30s? Oh, my God. I miss being hammered. I know. How long? How much longer? Um, I'm due the beginning of September. <gasps> That's a while. It's like three fucking months. You got this. Ew. You got this. Um, well, I would fully black out in my 20s. Like, I wouldn't remember things. And, and, and I, yeah, I wouldn't remember what I texted. I wouldn't remember what I said. It was super emotional now because I have a a kid I'm not allowed right I, I can't it's unfortunate but I can't let it get too far so like I honestly I feel like I don't have that much of like a personality shift when I drink does that make me an alcoholic maybe but you know, we- <laughs> oh, I feel like kidding. I'm kind of the same as I am right now no, that's good that's good okay I love that it's just like you have you're just having a little bit better time yeah like I'm like, just having a better time that's what it is I'm just having a better time in yeah. my 30s because like I'm not getting obliterated right you're not getting full blackout that's fair. Um, speaking of being drunk, you talk a lot about dark passengering. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of my fans may not have any idea, like, what does that mean? Like, can you explain what that means? Yeah, 100% I can. Baby. 
This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Daddy gang, what are your plans for the summer? I want to probably sign up for a couple excursions with mats, really put myself out there, do something I don't usually do. But when you want something, you got to just go for it. And that applies when you're hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter can help you snag the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And luckily, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. Got your eye on a rock star candidate. ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. So amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter, Daddy Gang, and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy to try it for free right now. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Something that really grinds my gears is I somehow will find myself just subscribing to things, right? And then all of a sudden I see I have been paying the subscription service and I don't even use it because I just forgot to cancel it. Rocket Money can help you cancel a subscription that would otherwise be more time consuming and also you probably forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see anything I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddy. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddy. Rocketmoney.com slash daddy. You talk a lot about dark passengering. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of my fans may not have any idea, like, what does that mean? Like, can you explain what that means? Yeah, 100% I can. I mainly did this. I did this, like, all throughout Vanderpump Rules. But, like, it became a thing when I started dating Bo. Okay? So I would go absolutely psycho on him. Like... I mean, breaking phones, texting him 73 times in a row, yelling, screaming, threatening things like violence. Okay, when I wouldn't get my way. And normally it was because like I would want to leave a party early because like I granny vibes. So like I'd want to go to bed at like 11 and he's so social and he would want to stay out later. And I've always had like a trigger when it came to that because like honestly I feel validated now because of Scandaval it's like shady things in that group of friends always happen after hours so I would start freaking out like what is why does he want to be out with my friends and not coming home with me and I would go just insane on him I would I would it, it was like that's why he would call it the dark passenger it's like I would literally see red like anger is like the only motion that like overtakes me I see red I can't control it I can't stop myself like that is what the dark passenger used to be. But again, now looking back um, in light of like, you know, Scandaval and all that, I was right to dark passenger. I, I was about to say, <laughs> as you were describing that, I think it's totally understandable if your partner for like one night occasionally is like, oh my gosh, like, no, I'm having so much fun with my friends. Like, I want to stay out. If your partner every single fucking time you guys go out is always lingering and you're going home alone, Biggest red flag. You know what? 
strange yeah strange so true Stra- why why would you want to stay and not come home with me yeah like no. what exactly i can't imagine wanting to like i again i get it if like i'm having all my friends are there and my fiance's like i really want to go i'm home exhausted i'm like fuck but like i'm having so much fun with my girlfriends yeah then i'm gonna stay out occasionally but like i don't think i've ever been like i desperately want to stay at this party i'm not single i'm not looking for dick like the dick i have is going home like why don't i want to just go home with them yeah no thank you for validating me so now but don't you think for like a lot a lot of people listening to this probably are like huh like i have this a lot with my partner where like they stay out so many more nights than if i'm going home alone or like they're going out without me all the time like I guess to each his own, I personally wouldn't be down because I just wouldn't understand, like, why would your partner always want to be out without you? No, I completely agree with that. And that was always my argument. <laughs> I'd be like, like, so thank what you. Is it, what is it that you want right. to be doing? Like, what is more fun than just, like, going to sleep with me right now? No, and I also get the trigger of, like, if you have ever been cheated on or, again, you And that's what would shit. happen, like, you know, when Kristen and Jack's, like, season yes. two or whenever, when, like, they, they did their thing, like... That, that was always like after hours, after the party, after I had gone home. Like, nothing so, good happens. So nothing good happens after hours. So like it makes me, it made me feel so weird when Bo would want to just stay out. And so that's, that's when we put a name to the dark passenger. But the dark passenger can really just like, it means like anytime you just literally see red yep. and like anger is the only thing <laughs> and, and you, you can't reason. There's no logic. Yep. There's. I, I feel like you had a lot of that for like birthday parties. Yeah. Let's totally. talk about your birthday because <laughs> yeah. I, I want to relate to you here and I can't, and I want to hear your explanation of like what your birthday means to you. Oh my God. I'm going to disappoint you so much right now. Why? Okay. So the first few years of Vanderpump Rules, like 100%, I was a birthday beast. Yep. Okay. I was so obsessed with my birthday. I have no idea where it came from. You know what? I blame the fact that I am a summer like baby and so like I never got to like really have birthday parties fair, fair. like where all the people could come so like I like made it a much bigger deal as an adult or something but like after the first few seasons of Vanderpump Rules I stopped caring okay I like, that, got it out of my system that's great Bravo would never let me stop caring but I was like no but like this is this is a bit this is like your this is your thing like you are people relate to this this is like your you are the birthday queen and okay. literally to this day people when people come up to me like 50 percent of the time they're like um either saying the quote about the devil or like pinot grigio and the other 50 percent of the time it's like thank you for birthday. making me feel good about my birthday dude i remember watching it and like to people that didn't watch those seasons like the rage that took over you of like it's my fucking birthday sit down i know and like be present and i was like i loved watching it but I don't relate to that. And so I was like, I wanted to hear today. I, I think it's great. You're over it. Yeah. So for your birthday now, you don't really care. No, I don't really care. Um, I think I was just always just like channeling maiden character energy. You know, and like when, you, when, you, mm-hmm. when you're trying to have main character energy, you, you need to care about your birthday. Main characters Absolutely. care about their birthdays. It's, it's a whole <laughs> month. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And I think like that actually for reality TV worked. I think on Instagram, it's annoying as fuck when it's like. Totally is like my birthday month. We got to stop. 10 days for my birthday. I'm like, no one gives a fuck. It's not countdown. Like, we no, one countdown. Cares. no one cares. No yes. one cares. Okay. We can, we relate on that now. Okay. Um, do you secretly miss a little bit of drama in your life now you don't, that you don't have reality TV? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I know. I say this to Bo a lot, actually. I'm like, you know what? We should get in a fight and I should Dark Passenger because it would just like make me feel so passionate. <laughs> that would probably make me horny. I get what you're saying. Like a little, a, a little, little bit. 
a little friction. No, a little bit. I remember when we were in Vegas in December, actually when I conceived. No. We were walking past um, the sign for Absinthe. Have you ever been to that show? No. Oh, it's so good. Is it good? Yeah, it's really okay. good. And I was like, oh my God, Bo, remember the last time we saw Absinthe? Like I full-blown dark passenger on you. And I was like, we should do that. That'll help us make a baby. Stop. <laughs> and he thinks I'm insane. And he thinks that's so unwell. But like, I just think that that, I, I think makeup sex is fun. I agree. I think men have like a little bit harder time like playing the role of like we're fighting but like it's but not it's really, not really like and yeah. they're like i don't understand no, like if yeah. i am trouble like stop 100 and they get scared like i try to do it with my partner all the time like just light little tinges here and there can be fun yeah not all the time but like a little like i'm like we've been so good Let's not be so good. Let's have to come back. I want to miss good. you. I want to be like, I want to be scared that I'm going to lose you. You know? <laughs> like, even though I know I'm not, like, let me just pretend. Let me just pretend. And like, play with it. I feel like guys can't get there. No. Not. But I kind of, okay, did you ever at one point, like, bring your trust issues in your past into your relationship that like it really affected you guys yeah yeah. past the dark passenger of like staying out late was there anything else yeah well we know we started going to therapy like really early on on into our relationship because I had all of those freak out moments and I just didn't trust him and he didn't understand where it was coming from because he was he had never given me a reason for me not to trust him and we had to like talk through it and the more like we went to therapy the more than he was like, thank you so much for articulating this, for communicating this, because I understand that must have been really hard to have like this happen to you, to have your friend do this to you, to have, you know, other times that I had been cheated on. Like, I get it now. And like, then we were able to work together. But like, yeah, it really affected our relationship. Yeah, I love that you have openly talked about like couples therapy because I think there's such a stigma of like what's wrong with your relationship and it's like why is everyone be going this early like why because that's when the relationships like you it's make or break honestly and you're coming into the relationship with all your separate baggage so might as well get it like worked out right away I agree okay your relationship you've talked kind of about how like you have very different sex drives with Bo and everything (laughs) give the girlies tips of like how do you keep things intimate without at times being actually physically intimate like what do you guys do honestly alex i need the fucking tips (laughs) i need the tips i think listen i think that Bo and i are really good at at quality time like we we talk to each other like we 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 spend time together like we we're really good at parenting together Mm -hmm. like i know that doesn't sound romantic but like when you're aligned in in how you view things Mm -hmm. like that like when you get into a relationship with someone, you get married to someone or you decide to have a child with someone, you better really fucking like that person. Because when you have a kid, y'all are in, in it. it. You're fucking in it 24-7. Yeah. Like, and so there are going to be days that are kind of boring. And yeah. you better really just like being around that person while doing all of the monotonous, mundane shit. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. Do you ever find yourself looking at your full wardrobe, but still feeling like you got nothing to wear. Well, gather around, Daddy Gang, sax.com. You're going to find instant inspiration for that date night, for that impromptu vacation, okay? Maybe you need a new dress because one of your friends is getting married soon, okay? So if you're looking for a new style or want to build a better relationship with your closet, then head to sax.com to shop for everything on your agenda. This episode is brought to you by Curology. If you have particular skincare challenges, it can be really frustrating to 
waste time and money on products that just are absolutely not formulated for you. That is why I'm so excited to recommend Curology. I have personally struggled with acne my whole life. And I'll look at someone on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram and be like, should I buy those products? No, I do not have the same skin as them. So I should not be treating it the same. Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. All you have to do is go online, take a quick quiz, and you will be connected to a licensed dermatology provider that will create a custom formula based on your skincare needs. If you're ready to start your skincare journey and start seeing results, here is a special offer just for you. Visit Curology.com slash call her daddy for a special offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash call her daddy. Offer applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only, subscription required. That's such a good point. Like I was thinking about you and like having watched some of your relationships very toxic in the past Mm -hmm. to then like Bo seems like the complete opposite of like stable, normal, romantic, loving, sweet. Like in the beginning, did that freak you out? It didn't freak me out, but I made it. What I did with him is like I made... A, a choice like an, an I was aware of the fact that I was changing my habits mm-hmm. like everyone that I've dated in the past it was kind of all the same like exciting and like passionate right from the beginning like just feeling like you know that yes. feeling which like ends up being toxic honestly 100% and so Bo was kind of ev- everything different you know yeah. what I mean he was different than anything that I had dated before and I went about it both of us did really slowly mm-hmm. and we casually dated and we dated other people and we just really got to know each other yeah and I think that that's like what made this relationship so solid yeah. is that like we trusted each other there was like constant communication constant like getting to know each other but it didn't know nothing about him scared me because I knew that I was doing everything different yeah I kind of also had I mean I think a lot of people do you have those like toxic relationships but I think at some point people always write in asking like when will I be ready to like not how will I know when to not go for the toxic you just kind of know. know you know when you're done yeah you totally like there's will. a feeling of like I don't want to deal with it anymore and I think that there's like something like really overrated about the like love at first sight thing I still have friends that like you know are single and will ask me like well what should I do I'm like well you write someone off if yeah. you don't feel that in love feeling that excitement right away yep. but like that's kind of overrated. It and like, is. We don't know people right away. So, right. so how real is that feeling? Right. It's like there's a difference between going on a first date and actually like vibing and being vibe, like there's yeah. definitely something here. Yeah, but yeah, obviously you have to have attraction and totally. you have to vibe. Yes, but the, the feeling of like the butterflies but also like anxious and like he's not texting and like waiting and like playing the games and like being so calculated and like ball like that shouldn't be happening because that's like unhealthy yeah like that's not enjoyable exactly but I think when you are doing that for so long you can get into this rhythm of then normal feels boring and I think it's like I got to a point where I'm like, actually, toxic became so boring to me. I completely fucking agree. Toxic is boring. It's boring because it's so transparent of like, and then we're going to fight. And then he's not going to text me. And then I'm going to not text him. And then we're going to get in a fight. And then we're going to have this crazy sex. And then I'm going to feel insecure. And then like, and then it's just like this. And you're never able yeah. to be like, 
I feel really happy today yes. on this nice Wednesday. Like I know you don't have that. Yes. And that just I get it. I won't say to anyone in their early 20s or in their teens right now, like you got to go through yeah, it. Yeah, You do have to go through it. And but, I say, like it is fun to go through it once or twice. Totally. <laughs> but it would just be nice. Like if you can if you start to feel like you're getting fed up with it, you have you have to also change your ways. Yes. Like that's just OK. Um, How did you know Bo was the one? Because I could completely be myself. Honestly, like I felt like there was I never had to watch what I said or what I did or I never felt insecure in that way. Like I felt like he loved everything about me and he but not just loved it. He would like champion. Yeah. Like he was so into just like me being a basic bitch. That's like so not a dude thing to to do to be like, yeah, you go with like your basic bitch self, you know, like he was just like really accepting and a cheerleader and I think that's what I realized like I really want that for myself totally totally no that's so cute like obviously I only get to watch your life like slightly through Instagram but you guys look like so happy thank you and it's just like really cool to see like again I literally sitting down with you the bet the best version of like a whole person I knew was from season one two and three (laughs) and like watching those seasons I love that part of you but it's also cool to sit down with you and like get to know you as like a mom and a partner and like just I don't know it's like you're Thanks. you seem great thank you, you seem like you like got it together I know I feel like I got it together <laughs> like I, I think do. I do I think so <laughs> wait so you're on tour yeah and Kate went to one of your shows my yeah. and she was like it is so crazy like she sells out everywhere you are just like so personable and outgoing and everyone loves you and like all of your fans are amazing and she was like they're like the nicest girls in a room just like loving life being so happy to be there do you like touring I love it that was like the one thing when COVID happened that I was like I if I can do anything ever again like please let it be touring like I really love it I, I just love the whole process of it not just like creatively putting together it's like challenging it's like fully challenging myself to do something that's so uncomfortable like yeah. putting together like a set like where it's like I'm not a stand-up comedian but like I have to be for a second of course I have to act kind of and then write something for myself then deliver it and hope that people find it interesting right and then put together segments and and you know just I just love the creative process of it and then I also like the whole traveling aspect of it you know Mm -hmm. like I love going to different places and seeing smaller towns and meeting people from different places Mm -hmm. and checking into hotels I don't know I I just I really I love touring I I give you so much credit because I don't think people know how hard it is it is fucking ridiculous how hard it is how long is your show um an hour and a half to have acts and yourself and everyone entertaining people for an hour and a half live No, it's like when you think about it like I'll always like when I'm watching everyone leave the theater like I'm in my car and I'm like all these people like spent their money to come here like they got babysitters they took ubers like they they came here so like if I didn't deliver like that's I'm letting them down you know what I mean it's not like they can just they're at home flipping on a television show it's like they went out of their way like, and I appreciate that so much that they put in that effort to come see me. So, like, I, the pressure is 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 on. It's there. But Do you I get really nervous to go on stage now or no? Um, there are – when I know people in the audience. And so how many cities do you do? I think we did – we're doing, like, 25, I think. But we're over halfway done. I think the hardest part, now I've realized this, is – and when I do this again, I'll plan it differently, is yeah. I can't be gone, like, six days at a time. I miss – Hartford too much like so those last two shows like I 
I kind of just like end up not caring because I'm feeling down. Wanting to go to your dog. I just want to go home and like be a mom. And so like I've realized that I think that the next time around I'll be like, okay, like three days. Yeah. Then we get home. Like three days, then we get home. Do you get exhausted by being pregnant and touring at all? No. Okay, let me tell you something. This is going to sound extra alcoholic-y. Okay, it's okay. Because like I haven't sounded alcoholic-y enough this whole entire time. (laughs) But I was way more low energy and tired the first two tours that I did before COVID because we would like drink and have fun. You know what I mean? Like we'd have like Bloody Marys on the plane and like drink rosé while we're getting ready and drink backstage and have Aperol spritzes on stage. And I just felt tired because of that. Now I think I have the most energy out of everyone that I'm traveling with because I'm sober. (laughs) Wait, no, I actually so get that. Like you would just keep drinking. I would do the same thing. Yeah, you just keep going. Oh, that's So, so smart. So now I'm sober. So I feel like I feel sharp. I feel just way more alert and with it and quicker. And yeah, sobriety really suits me. It's just not fun. (laughs) You're like, I know it's for the best for me, but like the minute I have my child, I'm back on my shit. 100%. (laughs) I'm getting an Aperol spritz brought to my fucking room right after I deliver. Oh no, Bo literally brought me, he made spicy margaritas in the hospital for me and he's going to do that again. (laughs) The fact that you said you swish around an Aperol spritz and just hold it there. just hold it. I feel like that's what I'm going to have to do if I ever get pregnant. Yeah, or like a really good red wine. Like oh I'll I'll, like I'll have a little bit of red wine every now and then. Like my doctor literally says it's fine to like have a few sips. Right, like a right. Small, Everyone calm down. Half like a glass. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll leave it in my mouth. Like literally Dude. it feels like for three and a half minutes. Because you just, the taste. I miss the taste. I get so it. So much. What is like coming up in your life? So you're writing a book. Mm-hmm. You're having a kid. I actually yeah. love how I didn't even have to ask you. You're writing a book, you're having a kid, and you're on tour. Yeah. You're kind of thriving. And I have two podcasts. So like Dude, how do you do two podcasts? I mean, when you and go on one, tour. The other one's with 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 Bo. So like oh. it's easy for us to just like make okay. time to do it. So it feels okay. it doesn't feel like it's as much, Too much. Yeah. As but much work. Let's have you back on when you're hammers. <laughs> but that would be so fun. Then we really can't air Let's it. Let's get toasty. But that would be fun to do one next time. We like actually get fucked up. Yeah. And like see what comes out of our mouths. No, Alex, this was like one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done. Was it fun? This was so fun. I'm like, so happy you came because I had an idea we would be vibing. We, I also feel like we never shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Do we have one breath of silence where we were like, <laughs> I haven't even heard the room tone since we started. But I guess that's a good podcast, right? Yes. Or everyone's going to be like, you guys are so fucking annoying. Yeah, you guys well, are annoying. You guys keep talking over each other. I don't think we were talking over no, each other. No, we were, were two professionals. Yeah. We like, right as you were finishing, I would pick up. And yeah. it was like, yeah. I think we had a good time. No, this was, this was I'm good. not joking. This was one of my this favorite podcasts I've ever done. Like, I really just had a really great time. I had a great time and I felt like I really could just relax. And we had like a normal, fun conversation that was just happened to be filmed for millions of people to watch. Yes. Whoa, you were so fun. Thank you for coming on. Thank Stassi, you. Stassi, this is great. Oh my Thank God. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am 
too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today. This episode is brought to you by Monday Hair Care. Daddy Gang, nobody likes Mondays. Am I right? (laughs) We're all sobbing. We're all sobbing and we're barely getting out of bed on a Monday. But Monday Hair Care is here to flip the script with its award-winning formulas. No more bad hair days. Daddy gang, Monday Hair Care is turning Mondays into a reason to celebrate good hair, which I love, thank God, with seven new products like a leave-in conditioner, dry shampoo, a curl line, and body wash. And Daddy gang, every single thing is under $10. Yes. And smell is to die for. Okay. I want my hair smelling like something that Matt wants to be engulfed in. I want him to come out to me and go, oh my God, you smell amazing. Oh my God, what is that in your hair? So Daddy Gang, reclaim the week with Monday at all leading retailers. Visit mondayhaircare.com to find a stockist near you.